Waste of Time Podcast, episode 51. I feel like we're doing this too many times. We're just restarting and restarting. I know. What's up, Jose? Nothing much, man. <coughs> uh, to take a phrase from our favorite podcast, Yellen Rose Show, <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> while. <laughs> Shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. I know, we got some complaints. I'm surprised. People saying that... Uh, we're done. I know, after 50. They said we thought we were going to peak at 50, but... No, man, it's it's fantasy football season. <laughs> we, we got to come back. Well, it's fantasy football season for other people, not yeah. us, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Mercifully comes to an end Jesus for both Christ. of us. Um, first of all, yeah, let's see. Let's catch up. Last time we talked, last pod, we did the, the bracket, which no one was happy about. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we thought it was a weak choice. Who'd we end up with? Uh, Kerry Hilson. Oh, no, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's... If they were in the room and seeing <laughs> Kerry Hilson go full-on Rihanna on us... Um, what else? Last time we talked, uh, baseball was still going on. Uh, oh, this really? was like that long? Yeah. We, uh, it was right after uh, Verlander knocked out the A's. Oh, okay. And now we're already in off-season. And, um, it's a brand new team. Yeah, brand new team. But yeah, man, it's been it was crazy. Uh, we, we we got limited time. I know you got to be somewhere, but let's just do a quick uh, catch up. How was the Thanksgiving weekend, man? Oh, it was cool. Um, didn't do too much. Uh, I watched Olympus Has Fallen. Okay. I gotta say that I think um, what's it called? White House Down was well, it was more fun. White House Down was more fun. Olympus Has Fallen was kind of too serious. I mean, they're both trash movies. Yeah. But they're like the, you know, those TNT guilty pleasure trash movies. Yeah, yeah. Saw that. Um, I ended up playing football, but I didn't I didn't get to go down to San Jose. I had to play like across the street pretty much. Okay. But it was full on 11 on 11 football. Wow. And I just blocked the whole time, which was fun, honestly, because I'd, I'd rather block than... Uh-huh. Be a wide receiver that'll never get a pass. It was annoying. It was like some annoying high school kids. Everyone got together. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was flag, and then ate some good food. Uncle made prime rib. It was nice. Nice. What you? Oh, it was cool. It was a long day. So woke up Thanksgiving morning at five in mo- five in the morning. Why? Got ready for a turkey trot. Jeff and I were running that. Oh shit! Uh, okay. A couple of my uh, my cousin PJ, you know him, and then we met up with Iser. Uh, Titch ran it. And, oh man, uh, Carlos! So, oh wow! Yeah, well, did, was did everyone know that? Everyone uh, knew? Jeff knew that Carlos and Titch were going to be there. I was going to run with uh, Jeff and my co- and PJ, my cousin PJ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we get there. Race starts at around seven seven fifty ish. So we run it, kill it, mm-hmm. and then right after that, we go straight to uh, Flickinger and we do my turkey bowl. Ten years, man. Ten years. <laughs> Pretty shit. crazy. We didn't have eleven on eleven like you, but we had about fourteen people. So we did six on six. That's better. And well, in my opinion, well, we we wanted to do seven on seven since we had like two people sitting on the sideline. Eleven on eleven was stupid, but no one yeah. was. I don't know. I, it, I miss San Jose Turkey Bowl. But just like you, um, I ended up blocking. I was the center. Oh, wow. And on the other team, Jay was the center. And I think Jay said it best. It said, just like how the NFL is revolutionizing to passing game, mm-hmm. our own Turkey Bowls have. 
<laughs> Jay, and I, Jay and I were pretty much locking arms the whole day. <laughs> and we're saying, didn't we used to be the running backs? <laughs> like, So who was who was quarterbacking for the team? So uh, for running, for my team, we had Ed quarterbacking. Okay. And then on the other team, we had Titch, uh, also known as Big Ben. <laughs> Why? He only just looked like Big Ben for him. Maybe just like the outfit he was wearing. But it was yeah. better than Tebow. <laughs> was he there? Uh, no, we didn't have a, that guy. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you know, every year usually you have, a, you probably had one at your turkey bowl. It's just the one guy that just... Plenty, plenty of that guy. He's just the grade-A douchebag. <laughs> but no, oh, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was a good, uh, it was a good game. Um, and then, you know, the usual showed up. Alejandro was there. Oh, man. Uh, a couple How do you of, do? I did all right. Got a couple of bombs, just like usual. Um, I got my little... We didn't get the ball much because I'm playing damn center, so it was just mostly dump-ups. But mm-hmm. I, I got my own uh, pick six. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cool. And then so after that, I had to get ready right away, kept, uh, speed this up. Went to Livermore, came home. Diane got off work. We went to her cousin's house. We fell asleep for an hour. It's already one in the morning. Uh-huh. And, Remember, we got up at 5. She said, let's go shopping. <laughs> oh, I got a second win. I want to go to the mall now. Oh, God. So she knew. She, hey, man, she played the game right. I got my I got my extra person that's carrying all the extra weight for me so I can shop twice as much. Mm-hmm. Have the husband carry up half the load. Okay, all of the load. Played you. Yeah, so I didn't get, we didn't get home at 5. 24 hours. Oh, God. One hour of sleep. What a day. It, it was tiring. And then, yeah, the rest of it was just, you know, TV. And then we also watched movies. And we're going to talk about it at the end of the podcast, movies that uh, we watch over the holiday weekend. Yeah, I got a couple movies in. Cool. But some congrats are in order. The, the, one of the main reasons we had we had to get together today, even if it's for a short amount of time. Uh, regular season ended. If you didn't read the email, the FFL had a crazy Week 13 finish mm-hmm. where you had the Drew, Nick, Antonio, and Titch scrambling for the last playoff spots. Yeah. Um, Antonio took care of business. All he had to do was show up to beat me because I have no players. <laughs> uh, I pretty much have what represents a skeleton crew. Antonio my... <clears throat> Antonio with the most points of the uh, season, by Finishes the way. in... First place in points, sixth place in our hearts. Yep. Um, but just to recap, what pretty much Drew had to do, he was ninth heading into week 13. He had to beat Nick, who had the eighth spot. And at the same time, he had to beat Titch in the event that Titch beat Bactal, Yeah. which Titch did. So Drew took care of his part. And it was funny because I was with Drew all Sunday. Oh, and sh- I'm just listening to him. And... It's funny. He was like saying, "Yeah, I'm not even worried about Nick's game. I'm just worried about if I can outscore Titch." <laughs> so we're, I was like, "Oh, my bad. Okay, okay." Oh, so God. obviously, took care of business. Got rid of Nick. He, got, he did. Get, he did get kind of worried at a bit until like Vernon Davis started showing up, dropping some more insurance points. But he was just watching Titch, and I remember the sum up our red zone day because um, Titch has Charles and uh, Stephen Jackson. How'd Steven Jackson? He got like a touchdown. So we were watching Red Zone, and it cuts to uh, Steven Jackson scoring a touchdown. And she was like, aw, dude. <laughs> oh man. And then literally the next cut was Kansas City Chiefs Denver. And it showed Charles uh, it showed, uh, Charles waltzing into the end zone. And Drew, he, 
She just had that going, oh, man. Like, he was like surprised. He, he almost sounded genuinely surprised that it wasn't going his way. Oh, God. Like, I think he had the confidence that he was going to waltz into the play. I mean, can you blame the guy? He's made the playoffs every year. Yeah. So. He's our only guy. With Drew beating Nick, but Titch beating Mark, Titch slides in at the 8th seed. He goes from 10th to 8th. Andrew I know, and, had a Facebook post about it. Andrew and uh, Drew and Nick um, are the heavy fo- rivals. They both finish six and seven, but they fall outside the bubble. Um, let's just start from the bottom. You uh, bring up the rear. Uh, Nate goes at four and I. Both Nate and I go four and I. Dude, I, if it weren't for seven points, you and I would be bringing up the rear of the league. <laughs> Embarrassing. Hey, but no. Okay, wait. Look at Nate's schedule. 918 points. Yeah. Compared to mine, that's 1,000. Okay. okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> okay. I was I was reading the recap because it was like the end of the year. I was, And it said that if the number two team, Jason Santos, had my schedule, he'd be 6-6. Six and six. Okay, Titch. Actually, 6-7. and seven. Okay, Titch. It's okay, Titch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh my God. Man. I didn't do shit, I mean, with scoring the least amount of points, but I'm just saying I... I, I actually would have made the playoffs if I had Jay's schedule. Okay. <laughs> I, if I had Calm Jay's schedule. Down. Jay. So, you want me to? I'm just saying. I just let Yahoo pick the schedule. Unlike the, I mean, I, I have to customize the UFFL schedule because it's a complex thing. But what you've done and what I can t- I carry the tradition, I just let Yahoo pick the schedule. Oh god! If there's a if you if we want we can talk we can talk scheduling next year how we can make it enticing but I mean I, every every commissioner's dream getting a week uh, thirteen matchup like that <laughs> bubble teams and keeping GMs in in it the whole year rounding off Marlin he finishes at four and nine he tried to make a trade his way into the playoffs and it failed so I don't know how he's going to do next year give a fourth round for Darren Sproles uh, so he's uh, he's out a couple of picks. Then running out the playoffs, you got Titch uh, in eighth, Mark Backlow finishing seventh, Antonio, he catapulted. Remember, he was like 0 and 3 or 0 and 4 beginning of the year. Yeah, we're making fun of him. He's had a hard schedule. I mean, team. Third got, hardest schedule. When you got names like Antonio's team, he was just bound to go up. Stan, five in a row, <laughs> trading his way to right way. He did what Marlon couldn't do. He made the moves and got into the playoffs. Who did Stan trade for? He got Josh Gordon. He got DeMarco, too, for me, right? He got DeMarco. He got... Um, well, he has Tom Brady, obviously. Tom Brady. He has Gronkowski. He had Gronk, who woke up yeah. after... No, it's his team, it's just like uh, the Niners. They're just clicking at the right time. <laughs> um, then you got uh, Laurel, dad. And, oh, yeah, congrats to Laurel. Went to his housewarming on Saturday. Uh-huh. Great house. I mean, Dublin, kind I of mean, far. Dublin, Ireland, right? Yeah, I... <laughs> I have to get my visa stamp. It was a long <laughs> flight. Then you got Ryan, 9-4. and four, And then you got Jay, who had who was going in as the one seed uh, heading into the last week of the regular season. <laughs> but um, Ed was able to – he lost. Ed won. Both finished with the same record. Who did Jay lose to? Uh, Jay lost to you. Yeah, wait one second, Jay. Oh. <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> uh, so, Ed, he reclaims the throne. He uh, finished the season at – Second year in a row, Commissioner's Cup, 
best record. Ooh. So not your average San Jose Sharks. So yeah, he's uh, entering the playoffs as the number one seed. He's going to be fish- facing off against Titch in uh, the other half of Ed's bracket. You got uh, Mark, uh, Laurel, and Stan. That's going to be a good bracket. And at the lower half, you got Ryan versus Antonio. Um, if you're going by paper, you're, I wouldn't count Antonio out as the sixth seed. And then you got Jay and Bactal as the two and seven seed matchup. And, uh, let's, um, what's it called? Let's go through the list real quick. I know you, you just went through the matchups, but let's go through who already has um, a championship trophy. Right. Going into this, we got Ed number one, obviously winning last year. All right, uh, Jay won one. Yep, I forgot what year that was, but he's the number two seed. Number three seed, Ryan has not won one. Nope. Uh, Madden Champ, he won one, but it's kind of like when we there are only like a few teams in the league. Yeah, but rings a ring. Yeah, he has a ring. Um, Stan hasn't had one. He's been so frustrated because he's always hanging out with uh, Nick and Jay and. Jay and Nick both have belts. Yeah. Um, who's next? Antonio does not have one. Nope. But hey, it's his chance. He hasn't been in playoffs for what, two years now? Yeah, I don't have to Google. I updated the Google dot. Um, oh, nice. And then speaking of the next person, Mark. Mark now holds the most uh, playoff appearances with seven. Oh, really? With Drew ending his streak. I mean, Drew. Oh, because Drew was out one year. Drew was out one year, but. Now, um, Mark has the is the most consistent playoff for him. And he would not trade. The reason, if you're trying to trade with Mark, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because uh, he says he wants to win a natural championship. No trades. Doesn't want to sac- Doesn't want to give up draft picks to gain better players. He wants it based on players he drafted with or picks <laughs> up off the wire. And that is Respect. why... That is why the Seattle Mariners suck. <laughs> hey, right. man, Robinson Cano, don't you know? <laughs> Wait, is he going to Seattle? He's in the talks. Oh, wow. He's uh, And then we'll get to baseball, and then uh, Titch, he's 1-1. No, he hasn't. Yeah, he has. Earlier with Brady Moss. I thought he lost that one. Uh, check the record, but I'm pretty sure Titch has one. Okay, yeah. you're, you're, more, you're closer to it. No, okay, I think Titch won one, but he didn't. Yeah, I remember he came to my front door to collect his winnings. <laughs> no, but um, he won one, but he didn't go undefeated. I yeah. thought, yeah, 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 he didn't go, have an undefeated season. All right, so going down to the UFFL, where most of our lovely listeners are, uh, we just give props. Um, look at you. Look at that, right? <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> well, in the division. Well, I mean, my FFL season was summed up in gifts, if you got that email. Yeah, I did. So I focused it all on UFFL this year. Uh, but Andrew Luck's scaring me, man. He he needs to step up, and I mean fast. But nice. um, so yeah, I'm I'm humble brag. Yeah, first first division title, Pearl, Pearl. Whoa! I thought he feel the fear, feel the fear. I, indeed. I thought you didn't care. I think if not caring, it's going ten and three. I guess you didn't care for three games. Congrats, first division title. You got Joey going back to back, the mm-hmm. champ. Mm-hmm. He's ready to he's ready to defend the crown, man. Nice coming in as the four seed, and then you got Elijah Manning up. <laughs> Crazy eleven and two takes the commissioner's cup, uh, first division win I think for Elijah, and that uh, is going to wrap it up for these divisions. Next year we get. Uh, just like the World Cup draw coming up on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, along with Ryan, Michelle, Joey, the winner of this of this year's uh, UFFL, 
we'll be the four people picking their divisions. Oh, really? For next year, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Interesting. So the road to the championship, we got Elijah going up against Sydney, uh, or Sydney Reeney, <laughs> and then uh, in that other half of the bracket, it's the champ Joey going up against Jay. And then on the lower bracket, it's a real. I just played Ed last week. It was a high scoring. Yeah, I think it was like nine. He beat me ninety nine ninety. We're gonna be facing off again, uh, three versus six, and Pearl and Radona, and they're also inner division mates. Interesting. So that's kind of weird how, how the seeding turned out. That's like, um, Seattle like facing the Niners. Yeah. Or I don't think I would. What the, I think that avoid. They avoid that in the end of well, whatever. No, I mean if Seattle, if uh, let's say the North and the East go fifteen and one, fifteen, uh, fourteen and two, and then Seattle's the third seed mm-hmm. wins the West. You could and the Niners sneak in at six. Don't they play they each have other? Have to face them. I don't. Yeah. I, I thought there, maybe it's a different sport then. Okay, but yeah, we just wanted to give them some props. Um, we'll skip about. We'll talk about our team uh, another time. I wanted to. Uh, since we got limited time, let's hop over to the Bay Area sports. It's been a while. It's oh, been yeah. crazy. So I'm listening to the radio this morning, 957. Uh-huh. And I guess uh, Dibs was talking about the Niners are sending out emails to season ticket holders telling them we need the home field advantage. I call it Seattle Envy. I don't know. But they're like Maybe. instructing them how to cheer. That is so stupid. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see this email. I know. I was I was waiting for it to pop up in Deadspin or any sites. But they were yeah, talking but... to Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo tweeted it, uh, his thoughts on it. But it's pretty much you know telling him when to cheer, when to be quiet, when the offense is working. I think it is Seattle Envy. Yeah, um, go ahead. You know, telling them to wave their towels, to wear red, which isn't that bad. I mean, you know, you got. You got colleges that say, you know, we're going white out or black out, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Giants, Orange Fridays, stuff like that. But, like, I guess, you know, well, what's weird about that? I mean, it's, it's uh, easy for me to just jump pile on on this, but it's r- crazy why they're emailing the season ticket holder fans. Because I feel, if anything, the heart, they're the hardcore fans. They're, they're, they har- they're the heart of the fan base. They, they act like they've been there. If anything, they should be educating the new fans, if you want to call them bandwagoners, frontrunners, whatever you want to call it. Because, you know, um, callers were calling in, and they are saying, these are Niner fans calling in, and they're saying, yeah, you know, people are just there on their phones. They're just there to get drunk. They're not even paying attention to the game. Yeah. And you're going to get that in every fan base. I mean, um, Raider, Raider games, any of the Bay Area franchises. But it's just um, adding on to. I was just wondering what you think. But is the Bay Area becoming known as a front runner uh, sports town? It's a good point, and I think a lot of it has to do with like the. I don't want to get too into like the sociology of it all, but like the Bay Area is just kind of tech savvy, and not to say that other places aren't. Mm-hmm. But my brother went to the Seattle game, the Seattle Niner game, where we just got trounced. I think it was like yeah. week two or three. He says Seattle fans are like something else. They're just nice people. Mm-hmm. Um, they know how to root for the team, and they're just like that's all they're there for. Mm-hmm. And they're not they're not really booing. Nate. They're not. They're nowhere near Philly. They're probably the exact opposite of Philly, but just really, really um, emotional. Okay. But with with the Niners, I mean, and the Giants. I mean, you see the cell phones, you see the computers. Yeah. I mean, you see them just set the stage. 
Um, and I think that's just how it was set up, and that's how it's accepted. I know for the Mavericks, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban is so against people looking down. He's against having Wi-Fi in stadiums because mm. he just wants them to watch the game and go there yeah. for the experience. Um, yeah, none of this technology. Yeah, bullshit. and it, it's almost like a precursor of what's going to happen. Um, and I feel for, you know, any fan, even Niner or Giants fans, you know, who just are passionate about the game wants to go. But you got next year, you know, I'm talking to Alison, and she's saying she can't go to the game when she comes back to visit because it's too damn expensive. I Wait, told her which game, uh, whatever game in December. I think the final home game. Or oh, whatever. I see. Yeah. Well, of course it's going to be expensive, but just in general, I'm like, we'll get used to it because when you guys move to Santa Clara, I, I feel like you know certain economical parts are going to get phased out of going to the games. Like even the cheap seats aren't cheap seats. Yeah, but but, but I mean, you know, I it, I think a lot of this is kind of getting clumped in just because we're being we're successful the a's are well the a's have is, is another thing yeah well it's, it's the same thing. market but but with like the with the warriors with the niners with the uh, giants they're winning now so them winning is going to attract more people and more douchery yeah well but, but that when, was that was what i was going to ask is it have we just been known as a front-running sports town or are we just awakening from hibernation and we've just been spoiled with all this recent success i think we're the the same fans that were there a long time ago are still there i think it's just because we're winning the douchebags come out yeah and then then they just kind of ruin the name and i think and it's also i think the douchebags are the more vocal ones Mm -hmm. that you see on social media yeah like you know yeah that's true not 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 um slobbering your on your balls or anything but you know i know you've been a hardcore warriors fan yeah um growing up um but i mean you're not on facebook every day just you know every time the warriors win you're not i mean it's good nice to see that but you know i can you can tell like i can see like the hardcore fans aren't always the ones posting on facebook when you got random like you know, random person I've never seen that once in a while on Facebook, and they're talking about the Warriors' epic comeback. Yeah, dude, from last night. And it's just the paycheck, man. That's yeah. all it is. Like they're just paying the bills. Yeah. Kind of. That's what I've learned to accept. Because when, damn man, I remember in oh eight oh nine when the Niners were like, I mean, the, the Giants had Lincecum, Kane, and were winning barely eighty games. Yeah. Tickets were so cheap, and I loved going. But then once they started winning, I had to learn how to accept these. Uh, Fair weather. And it's not all about that. I mean, it, yeah. I mean it's, I know, the, sport, a, it's, the sport's still on the field. so It's, it's a business. You got to you gotta hit strike when the iron's hot. And it's also the same with, and, you know, and it's also on the other side of the bay, too. I mean, the Oakland teams haven't found much success, but you got the A's when they hit the playoffs. Like, you know, normal night games, barely filling up the joint. Mm-hmm. But then when playoff come, get rid of the tarps in the third deck. It's like, <laughs> whoa, where'd all these fans come from? Where have you all been? And hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm also somewhat guilty too. I mean, I I have to pick and choose games I have to go to just because of a busy schedule. But you know, you got the some hardcore fans saying like, you know, there's the types that only come out for promo days and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. there's different degrees of fandom, but like, but. 
it's crazy. The only reason I thought of it too, it's not just because I've heard of the radio, but when I I was I showed you I pl- I just picked up Madden for uh, on a PS3. P, uh, yeah, for uh, Black Friday, and it's so in depth now. Just the owner franchise mode, and one of the things it says is what kind of sports town you're in, and it mm-hmm. IDs Oakland as a front runner town. And I was like, what? I was oh, like, I guess, yeah. and I think they're just referring to the whole area. And so I was like, oh, really? Like I looked at the other ones, you know, it's like Philadelphia is like crazy, monanical or whatever like mm-hmm. that. But no, I, I just want to get your thoughts on it. Just yeah, with the I, recent events going on. You know. In conclusion, just to sum it all up, I think it's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's a good problem to have that we may be considered front runners because they say the same thing about LA and they win. They say the same thing about Miami and mm-hmm. they're just saying that now because they're winning. Miami's. They weren't saying it before, so it just kind of comes with it. Yeah. So, all right, we got 10 minutes. We just want to skip uh, the sports theme and just go straight to movies because I feel we're going to have a good chunk on it. I yeah. Got, all right. So, um, we'll go first. I'll let you go first. I'm assuming you've watched Hunger Games. How was that? Catching Fire was amazing. It was a really good movie. It's your girl, J-Law. <laughs> I finished the, uh, oh, yeah, you talked about it at your birthday. I finished the book uh-huh. just in time before the movie and the this is the first time I'm saying this ever. The book was so much worse than the movie. Wow, that's, the movie a, that's did usually uh, the opposite of the way. Exactly, yeah. The movie did a really good job of cutting the stuff that they needed to cut out. Um, the presentation was really good from the movie. The book, um, I thought the book's ending was horrible. And the movie's ending was the same exact thing as the book, but the mm. movie just did it in a better way. Okay. So it was cool. I mean, I no, the movie was tight. All right. Speaking of uh, book to film adaptation, did you watch Ender's Game? I didn't. I saw you did. I did. How was it? Wait, did you read? Was oh, it? yeah. It was like a, you asked talk to any Bellerman guy. Oh, right. And everyone loves Ender's Game. Oh, it was like one of the books that we had to read uh, while we were there. Okay. And it was such a good book. It's just it's just crazy. I mean, are you going to watch it? Or you... No, go ahead. Spoil a little way. But... Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Pretty much, I felt they tried to they tried to cram way too much into two whatever hours. It mm-hmm. felt like, you know, how, like The Hobbit is like pretty much going to be a three part series of guys walking to a mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I remember the first one. I was like, "Holy crap, they are so far away!" And I was like, "Oh, it's going to be a it's going to be a trilogy." These should have made Ender's a trilogy. They left out. So many good parts. They could have gone in depth with it, you know, from how they just jumped from this kid going to training school to mm-hmm. slowly becoming a space commander to the final conclusion and then the finishing of it. I felt they were trying to do way too much. In they that did that. Soon. They did that for um, the last Airbender because Michelle and I are huge fans of that cartoon. And yeah. Well, one thing it's M Night Shyamalan, and they just put too much shit into into one movie. Yeah. That it just ruined it. Yeah. But was so, the movie good, at least, even though they tried to cram too much stuff in? Uh, yeah, for the good part. It Is was, it going to be a series? Movie series? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. That was just... Okay. But, I mean, yeah, it's a series of books. It's not just Ender's Game. There's more that happens after that. I see. Um, but... All right, what else? Uh, what else have you watched? Um, you talk about the other movie you saw, because then we both saw Frozen. We could talk about it. We could finish right. off with that. All right, I saw Best Man Holiday. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so we were jungle fever. So, 
So we were um, in San Francisco um, the weekend after my after my birthday dinner. Drove to see the next day. I was wait. Running. Hold on. Is Best Man Holiday the Best Man Part Two kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And I never saw the first Best Man. I what? I, I wikied it. And, no, but, you can't wiki that. Yeah, no, I mean, there's now no, I got Yeah, now we no want to watch. to follow, but it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. All right, <laughs> don't go O'Reilly on me, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, so we were up in the city for Urban Athlon, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just a weekend, birthday weekend in the city. The wife took me out there, so we're around Metreon, man. Another shocker. I told we were just talking. It's like, yeah, I've never watched the movie at Metreon. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, let's go watch a movie. So we're looking. Not a lot of good films on. Um, she didn't want to watch, yeah, Hunger Games kind of back then, but she fell asleep watching the first one because, you know, the beginning is kind of drawn out before mm-hmm. any action. So we couldn't watch, I didn't want to watch, this, I didn't want to watch that. So we were just looking, we wanted comedy and Best Man Holiday. Oh, man. And I was like, okay, why not? It 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 can be good. Mm-hmm. So I felt, it's <laughs> just part of the, so first observation, part of, I guess, watching these movies just say the, it, it's a black movie <laughs> no come on boss it's not can, bad the boss can my boss can eventually re- so anyways yeah it's the crowd that you're with oh, okay and, and so yeah there's a lot of black people there and we and then the, you know they're just more energetic it's just like church <laughs> we go to regular Catholic church and then you see on tv you got black shirts and then it's just way more uh jubilant and more vibrant okay but anyway so first thing that cracks me up is the previews all black movies. <laughs> See? It's all Kevin Hart. It's like, I didn't even know Kevin Hart's in, in this many movies. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's just laughing, whooping it up. And then, so now the movie starts. No, it's a good movie. Uh, it, was, it, it got its funny part. And I then, like those actors. They're and good. The, and then it got, but then it gets hella dead serious. And I don't know. And then, um. Yeah, soul food, man. Yeah, yeah. No, kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole... But sometimes some of the serious parts got killed because some girl thought, Ooh, girl, da 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 I was like, come on, man. This, this is a deep part. You know, this guy's talking to his wife and something. Like, he's like, ooh, girl, blah, 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 blah. I was oh, like, wow. Man. I was like, wow, wow. But, yeah, and then towards the end, you know, people always saying, you know, get grab the tissues. I don't know if you've been seeing... Yeah, man. I don't, yeah? Know it, I don't know if it's just I did it. I was pretty damn close. <laughs> Diane was that Diane was crying, but I don't know if it's just being married or something like that. But yeah, man, it, it got pretty. It hit. It, got, it hit pretty deep, and oh, then nice. and then um, little some overacting towards the certain parts of the ends that led to more. Ooh, <laughs> like this this boy crazy, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> But no, overall, hell of a funny movie. Uh, great, great movie. I like it. Morris Chestnut, what's up? Oh, wow. I was like, I, I, I was like, because uh, he's supposed to be a football player now mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when he come walking into the bedroom looking all good and shit, I was like, <laughs> and that, oh man, theater erupted. All the, all the ladies. Oh my gosh. Oh, so boy. oh boy. I'm going to do that. Next. Oh, here's a life hack for people listening. A life hack or a movie hack. If you're going on a date, you can still do that. Or if you're going out, trying to watch a movie with your bros and you have that one cousin or someone who wants to watch a scary movie. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people aren't about that. And this isn't a racist statement at all. Don't get fired, man. <laughs> all right. So you watch. Um, if you have to watch a scary movie, try to go the first night. 
because for some reason there are just hella black people at the scary movie. <laughs> and they just make it so much better. Like when it starts to get all out, you just hear, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> it's, uh, life hack. Watch scary movies right. first day. All right. All right. I'll try that. All right. You got, we got four minutes. All right. Let's all get right. into it. So Frozen. Frozen. What made you want to watch it? Oh, the wife and I, we love Disney movies, so it was like a must-do on, uh, definitely on her list, and, you know, I'll go out for a movie, but I want to say, wasn't the trailers that kept showing up in the movie theaters, because you and I watched a lot of movies, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to do an end-of-the-year movie podcast, okay. ranking up. but I had no idea people, the movie was about people. For the yeah, first. exactly, I saw this dumbass snowman, and I was like, asking Michelle, what, you want to watch Frozen? It's gonna be about a snowman and a moose, <laughs> no, or a reindeer. <laughs> it looked like a moose. Yeah. But oh, and I loved it. And then I was like, "Whoa, there's people. Whoa, there's princesses. Whoa, there's two princesses. Kristen Bell. Whoa, what's going on here?" And but I read, I did read this interesting article, and I, and I think part of that is we we took the medicine. Um, Disney did research, and when Princess and the Frog came out, mm-hmm. uh, studies showed that not a lot of guys went to watch because it was about a princess, and guys didn't want to watch a movie, a Disney princess movie, unless they got dragged by their girlfriends or they weren't Disney enthusiasts. Interesting. So they changed their marketing campaign, and they barely talked about the people. So people like you and me, we weren't gonna be like, well. I would have watched it regardless, but if you're if you're if you're an on the fence guy and your girlfriend's like, oh, let's go watch Frozen. Doesn't even put Princess in there. Nothing about an ice queen. Mm-hmm. But you're like, all right, cool. It's about a, it's gonna be a funny uh, buddy like Shrek donkey adventure comedy kind mm-hmm. of thing. Then totally different. <laughs> yeah, now I'm kind of interested because Tangle was after Princess and the Frog. Yeah. And it was just, I remember the poster was just like gold hair, mm-hmm. but you couldn't really tell what it was. It showed eyes of a girl and a guy, and there's no princess in the title. Yeah. Now, doesn't girl from Tangled look like Princess Elsa? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> when I was watching it, though, it was it was from the get-go, after the, the whole kid scene. Yeah. It just turns into like an amazing musical, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into musicals, too. Yeah. So I just saw it as like, cool, I paid $10 to watch a musical. No, it was good. Growing up, I loved the Disney movies, the sing and dance ones, like Lion King, Little Mermaid, whatever. And this had that feeling, but it also had a feeling, because once you know it's about this sisterly thing, and we're not giving much away, (laughs) but it almost reminded me about Wicked. And I I liked Wicked, and then just the whole sister singing and stuff like that. That's funny you say that, because then Michelle's sister said it's like, Tangled and Wicked combined. Yeah, that's what they were. And I, and I'm not gonna lie. I'll, I'll put, I'll, I'll put it out there. I was bumping the Frozen soundtrack today. At work. <laughs> I was like, there are some, there were some good songs there. There were times where I thought they oversang it, mm-hmm. but shit, I was listening to it on YouTube. It was, hey, like, it was damn catchy. Step your life up, man. I've been listening for two days. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's a good, uh, a good sleeper song? Is that Reindeer's uh, Better Than People song? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I like that. so fun facts. I'm sure you checked the cast already. Yeah. Kristen Bell. Okay. Trained up. Op- trained opera singer or something i did not or know that i thought she was just an, i didn't know she had that dimension surprising i didn't know that adina menzel from red and wicked 
Um, it's like she Engly. fell into the role just perfectly. But she doesn't like the char- her character doesn't look like her. Oh which no, is, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jonathan Groff from Glee, mm-hmm. and notable uh, theater performer. Yeah. And then the snowman, and I don't know who everyone else was, but the snowman was Josh Gad. And do you know who that is? No. It's the nerdy friend from Twenty One. Oh wow! The cool. nerdy friend, like with the glasses, yeah, and the yeah. robots, yeah. And he's a singer, and his his the reason why oh, he got cast is because he's from Book of Mormon. Well, that was what was good about Olaf. Is, you know, to get guys in, now you got them into this movie theater. You need you need a lot of comedy to offset like, because you know some guys are like thinking. F man, I just got dragged into a princess movie. I know, dude. They're talking about they got this chick that want to get engaged and want to do this and that. I got duped. But then what's the once the once Snowman. you got Olaf? Oh man, Olaf was. Hilarious. Oh man, Diane was rolling. I was rolling, man. Um, just his song along, not ruining anything. But yeah, talk about irony, man. I was like, what about when they all met up with the trolls and Olaf was like, he's crazy, run. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop him. Why aren't you running? <laughs> I was like, man, this guy, this guy is good. But if you haven't seen it, not gonna spoil it. It, it's a good movie. I liked it. Brandon liked it. The missus liked it, and she's the queen of Disney. Well, maybe not with Shirley around, but um, <laughs> hey, yeah. But that's the thing. Think just it, it's it, it takes you back to the Aladdins, the Cinderellas, the Lion King. It's a musical movie, and what I liked about it too. It's CGI animation, just like Shrek, just like Toy mm-hmm. Story, but it's cartoony people. So like, it's like a fat ass nose, yeah, or like yeah. disproportionate short people, skinny arms. So I thought that was cool because there's no movie like that that's CGI but cartoon characteristics. Yeah, and wrap it up, get there early, watch the short. It's, that was hella good too. That was amazing. I don't know how they made that. Like I was just gonna be happy. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna watch. We're gonna watch old school Disney. I was like, genius. You know, <laughs> connect back to the roots. And then all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, <laughs> what is going? Did you stay to the end after the credits? No, I didn't. We, I didn't either. But this isn't a spoiler. So, big snow monster. Remember? Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds Elsa's crown and puts it on and just smiles. How's <laughs> the end? Oh, wow. I wish I saw that. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. It wasn't. Surprisingly, it wasn't a predictable movie. Like, you would think, oh, um, X happened, so now Y has to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like... I wasn't expecting that twist. Yeah, the twist, the both twists, I was just like, you heard the whole, the quiet, ooh. <laughs> and, like, I got one of, I got one of the, the clinching of the leg or arm from Diane, like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? And I was like, wow, wow, okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh god. That, I think that would be the Disney first, but um, yeah, it was cool, man. I know you gotta go, but yeah, all right, crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna run out. So episode 51 in the books. We did it. Can we do it next week? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what's up. Well, all right. we definitely would have to do it before championship weekend. We gotta make it mandatory. Oh yeah, for sure. We won't get the interviews because I think everyone knows if you interview with the Waste of Time podcast, you're gonna lose your championship. <laughs> Oh, God. I know Joey avoided us that year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wasted Time Podcast Episode 51 is done. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you when you talk to you. All right. All right. Peace All out. Right.